Check one, two. Check one, two, one, two. Good. You ready? This is all. Hey, it's Cassidy Pope, Gabby Barrett. It's Darius Rucker. Country. Hey, y'all, this is Luke Bryan. We're Runaway June. Scotty McCreary. Hey, it's Russell Dickerson here. News. New music from Luke Bryan and a big surprise from Dolly Parton. Rebecca Porter, and here's everything you need to know in country music for the week of July 4th, 2022. We're bringing you the hottest news and the newest music in country music every Tuesday, so be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And now for the hottest news in country this week. The hottest. The hottest. Terry Underwood surprised fans at Guns N' Roses' London show, reprising Axl Rose's surprise appearance at Stagecoach. The performance is absolutely epic. It's a must-watch for this week, so make sure you check that out through the link in our weekly newsletter. Chris Stapleton's path to stardom was spotlighted in the new Country Music Hall of Fame exhibit called Chris Stapleton Since 1978. It looks absolutely incredible, and it features information, of course, about Chris how he became a top songwriter in Nashville, as well as his solo success. This next item I have been so excited to tell you all about. Dolly Parton's tour bus is now available for fans to book a stay at. You heard that right. You can stay at Dolly Parton's tour bus. The bus accommodates sleep for two guests and reservations include a guest room in the resort for four more guests. You get to see the inside of it through the website, and it is absolutely amazing. It's so her. It's full of pink and just luxury, and it looks so fun. More details can be found at dollywood.com resort. Morgan Wallen opened up about his career on Sirius XM The Highway. He spoke all about what's been going on with him the last few years and how he has grown as a person. It's a really great interview. Make sure you check it out on Sirius XM's YouTube page now. I have some very exciting small screen news for you. Reba McIntyre and Reba alum Melissa Peterman will be starring in a Lifetime movie titled The Hammer. The film is inspired by the life of traveling circuit judge Kim Wanker, and McIntyre's real-life partner Rex Lynn will also star. I don't know if you listening to this right now have seen Reba's show, but if you haven't, if you've somehow managed to make it to the year 2022 without seeing an episode, you are seriously missing out. One of the funniest shows to ever be on television. Reba is such a queen at everything she does, and this show is no exception. So again, if you haven't checked that out, please go watch it, and also get ready to watch her in The Hammer. I know it's going to be amazing. One of my favorite things to talk about here on the show is artists making their Grand old Opry debut, and Shy Carter just made his and received a standing ovation No surprise to me, I'm such a huge fan of his. He's so incredibly talented, and he's definitely one to watch out for in this genre coming up the ranks. You can check out all the footage from that up now on his Instagram page. Ashley McBride announced she'll be taking some time away from the road for personal reasons. Her team posted this up on her social pages. 
And we here at ACN just want to say we are wishing her well, and we hope to see her back out on the road soon. TJ Osborne of Brothers Osborne served as the Grand Marshal at the 2022 Nashville Pride Festival, and I honestly can't think of anyone better to have taken over that this year. I am such a fan of TJ and a huge fan of Brothers Osborne in general. I just think they're so incredible, and you can catch footage of that through the link in our weekly newsletter and up on his socials now. Zach Bryan revealed the date for his new EP, Summertime Blues, which will come out July 15th, so not much longer to wait on that one. Very excited for that. And that takes us into the next portion of this episode, the hottest releases in country music this week. New, 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 it's new. New music. Luke Bryan released his new single, Country On, and honestly, it's just so Luke. He's always so fun, and he just always has these singles that I swear are meant to be number one at radio, whether they're more of a slow ballad type song or the ones that get us up on our feet. He is just always striking gold. Randall King released a live acoustic version of Baby Do, and it's absolutely spectacular. I love his vibe. It's so like old school 90s country to me, but with a modern twist, and I'm just absolutely obsessed with that. And as if that wasn't already exciting enough, he also announced his live EP coming out this July. I, for one, cannot wait Sounds like it's going to be a perfect summer vibe. Brian Kelly released his new patriotic anthem, American Spirit, and it couldn't have come out at a better time. Of course, with July 4th just having happened, and it's just a really great country song. It is definitely one I could see blowing up the radio waves, so make sure you check it out and add it to your summer playlist. Sean Austin released his debut EP, Planes Don't Wait, which was produced by artist Scott Cook. And honestly, the entire EP is so great, but if I had to pinpoint one song to tell you to listen to, it would definitely be Tailgate to Heaven, which actually features Chris Lane as well. And it's just so spectacular. Make sure you check that one out, but also check out the whole EP. Sean is so talented. Kylie Morgan's new EP, P.S., is out now, and it is literally top to bottom perfection. I am such a fan of this woman and everything she does, from the lyrics to the vocals on this EP. You are going to want to have it on repeat. I can't pinpoint just one song for you because they're all that good. So make sure you check it out and the rest of her catalog. She is another artist to watch out for in the country genre. Adam Hambrick's new song, Free Country, is out now with a YouTube visualizer that's so great. And this is another patriotic song that's so wonderful about our country And you are not going to want to miss out on it. It's also another summer jam. So you've heard me say it like 10 times now. But please add this one to your summer playlist. Morgan Johnson released her new single, After Me, which is up on all platforms now. But what's even more special is if you are signed up for our weekly newsletter, you can check out a video of her performing it live at Song Suffragettes. You're not going to miss out on this one. I love this girl. She has 
that amazing old school country kind of tone and she's just so talented so make sure you check that song out and look her up on socials so you can check out what will be coming up from her next. Austin Burke released two new singles Nowhere to Go and Sinkin' In and these ones are so fun. Sinkin' In I am absolutely obsessed with. Nowhere to Go is so great but Sinkin' In is one of those songs that you could just totally see in like an amazing movie like Footloose or like even like Sweet Home Alabama where everyone's out on the dance floor just getting down in the south. And I am here for that vibe. You are going to want to have these two on repeat. Farron Rachel's released a new single, Had to Be There, which was written by her, Jeff Garrison, and Greg Bates. And it's just so good. Her vocals on this are outstanding. As I always like to say, they're like butter. It's just so rich and so warm. And I honestly can't say enough about this woman. Make sure you give this one a listen. Kyle Clark's acoustic version of his song, Hope It's Hot Out, is out and it is so good. I cannot tell you enough how much I absolutely love this song it's so fun it'll have you up on your feet and on the dance floor and it's perfect for summer this week i was lucky enough to sit down with the incredible christina taylor we talked about what's coming up for her for the rest of this year as well as her new single till the wheels fall off you can hear that all here now well, I am so excited to have you because you have a new single called yeah. Till the Wheels Fall Off. And I want to hear all about the song. How did it come to be? Like, what's its origin story? I want to know it all. Yeah, so I'm actually getting married. Um, and so I basically wrote the song about that pivotal moment in a relationship where you basically realize that you could be with this person forever. Um you know, one of the lines in the song is the more miles that you put on this heart, the less I want to put this thing in park, which I think is funny because I think that's when you know you're falling in love with someone. Usually the more time you spend with someone, you kind of like see the red flags, you kind of see who they really are. Maybe you want to like find reasons to dip out over. Um, but I think when you spend more time with someone and you're like, wow, I really like this person. I want to continue seeing them. And the little things like, again, the, the, scene I kind of paint with the song is you're sitting in their passenger seat and you're realizing you could just ride in this car with them forever. The simple things um, aren't so simple anymore when you realize you find the love of your life. So that's really what Till the Wheels Fall Off is all about. Oh my gosh. I love that. I'm one of those people who really just loves love. Oh I'm a big romantic. So I <laughs> love that. No, me too. And congratulations. I love Thank you. Um, so exciting. Um, when is the day and are, are, do you feel comfortable sharing? Um, where are you getting married? So it's July 2nd and it'll be in Gastonia, North Carolina. Um, and so I'm not from Gastonia. I'm from Charlotte, North Carolina. My fiance is from Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Um, and so it's kind of around the same parts. So all of our family will get to be there. Even some Nashville friends are coming out for it. So it's going to be a really, really good time. Oh my gosh, that's so exciting. Well, again, congratulations. I'm sure you're going to look stunning and I can't wait to see pictures. I'll have to do some, uh, you know, social stalking. Yes, for, for sure. 
there will be content galore i promise so i'm <laughs> planning on posting the the wedding video all of it to instagram and it's gonna be really fun and it's really cool that you know i got to release this song during a time in my life where it really lined up like sometimes in music you're releasing a song because it's really good and maybe at the time you wrote it it was like you were going through a heartbreak but in the moment now you're in love and you know it doesn't necessarily line up with what exactly is going on in your life but i think that's what's really cool about this one is um, it's really real and in the moment for me, um, which doesn't happen all the time. So that's so awesome. And I'm sure your future husband also loves the song. Oh yes. He, he does love it. I haven't written, I haven't written a ton of songs about him. Like I said, I haven't released a ton of love songs. So I think I made him feel special for sure. Oh, that's so awesome. Well, you know, I feel like I'm one of those people and I know there's a lot of fans like me who are like, greedy and are like oh my gosh like when's more music gonna come out are we gonna see any more releases from you before the end of the year so I actually think I'm going to end on this one only because I really want to make sure I would like to come out with an EP and so I really want to make sure that I'm putting the best work that I can possibly put on that EP um, so I really want to make sure I feel ready I really want to make sure I'm delivering stuff that I can be proud of, that my fans can be proud of, other people can really relate to. And so I'm going to end, probably going to end with this one this year and then really just throw myself into writing and try to create the content to have like a full release schedule um, in 2023. I love that. And you know what? I know it'll be worth the wait because I've, I've listened to your other songs and they're so good. So I know it'll be worth the wait. Thank you. Yeah. And, you know, I think it's nice sometimes, again, as an artist, as a content creator, it can be hard to kind of put the pause button on and be like, I really need to focus on the writing, maybe the behind the scenes stuff that isn't at the forefront of, you know, everyone's feed. Um, but I think it's definitely, like you said, it's going to be worth it because the more time and effort you put in, the better the quality of the work. So. You know, one thing that I wanted to ask you was, how did you get into country music and what made you take the leap from North Carolina to Nashville? So I grew up on all kinds of music. I listened to Shania Twain, Britney Spears, Tim McGraw. I mean, Destiny's Child, Christina Aguilera, everyone. I could go on and on um, growing up, which I think is really cool because after you figure out where you're going to land, you're also able to kind of pull from all those influences that maybe aren't, you know, purely country, but it's helps you kind of make your own sound and stand out. Um, so I grew up on everything. Um, the first country artist, again, when I was young was Shania Twain. I loved her. My mom would put on her CD in the car on the way to the grocery store. And, you know, man, I feel like a woman. I remember dancing to that in my room. Like, I think I was probably like six or seven at the time. Um, and so at first, I wasn't sure what direction I was going to go. And I loved music. That's what I, all I knew is I loved music. I loved writing. I wasn't sure where I was going to land because I grew up on all different kinds of music. Um, and then I heard a guy named Eric Church and he blew my mind, blew me away. Um, and from that point forward, I was like, I want to do country music. I want to tell a story like Eric Church does, like Tim McGraw does, Marianne Lambert. Um, and so, yeah, ever since I heard him, I was pretty much like, I want to go to Nashville. I want to see what it's all about. I loved the songwriting, storytelling aspect of it. Um, and I came to Nashville for one of the first times when I was 18. I had been a couple of times before, but to explore the music scene, I came when I was 18. And from then on, I started driving 
I think I was here twice a month um, up until I was 21. And then I finally made the jump here just because, you know, you need to be surrounded by like-minded individuals when you're having to work this hard towards something. Um, the songwriting scene is like, you know, none other for country music. You have the best of the best down here. Um, and so, yeah, that's really what made me make the jump. I was like, if I'm really going to make this happen, then I need to be where everyone else is and really hone my craft and learn from all these really talented people. That's awesome. Now, do you have a musical family or are you the musical one? So I don't have any major like singers in my family. My mom played French horn growing up in the band. Um, it was like first chair French horn at one point, youngest in, in the group. Um, and so I think I get some of the musical side from her being able to kind of like hear, hear things by ear. Um, I'm, I'm not a super good musician. I'm not super good on the guitar or the piano, but I also have never had lessons. So the fact that I can do anything, I think is pretty cool self-taught. Um, and so I think I do get that background from her. Nothing really on my dad's side. She says my great grandmother had a beautiful voice, but I've never gotten to hear it. Um, so I'd like to think that maybe I got that from her. Absolutely. I love that. Well, I'm always interested to hear about, you know, people's upbringings and whether they grew up in a musical family or not. Cause you know, it's one thing when you grow up in a family and like, you know, there's so many musicians and artists and, and all these things, but I think it's really cool when someone comes from a background where they're like the outlier, like okay. no one else was doing that. So that's really cool. Yeah, no, and, and everyone asked, they're like, well, where, where do you think you got this like want from this passion from? And I was like, I don't really know. I think it was my parents let me dream growing up. Like they definitely let me you know, you can do whatever you want to do as long as you put in the work and put your mind to it. Um, and so I think growing up being a performer, I was a cheerleader, I was a dancer. Um, I watched people like Shania Twain on stage, Britney Spears, Britney Spears on stage. Um, and I really loved performing as well. And they let me do that. So I'm very thankful for that. That's so awesome. So who do you think, and it doesn't have to be country, but like, who are your biggest influences? Like who have, sorry, who have been your biggest influences? Hmm. Biggest influences. So I think two people, Eric Church, I already named him. Like he was really the, you know, the guy that I, again, listened to country music. Tim McGraw was huge. Miranda Lambert was huge to me. Um, but that was, you know, I heard him and I was like, I, he's what made me want to do country music really. Um, and another person I say all the time is Pink. I grew up listening to Pink and I loved her and Eric have a way of, being so blatantly honest with their music. And I wanted to be that way in mind. I didn't want, I don't think that it's helpful to anyone to really sing about a sugar-coated reality. I think people want something real to relate to. And um, I, they, I feel like they'd always done that. Every time I listened to Pink's songs, I would be like, she's speaking to me, directly to me. Um, and I thought, always thought that was so cool. And so I try to, to this day, to do that with my music and think of her all the time. I love that. I love those answers. And I love when an artist draws inspiration from one that's outside of the genre that yeah. they're in, because I think today, sometimes in this industry, they try and pigeonhole you oh, and be yeah. like, oh, well, like if you're country, you're country, if you're pop, you're pop. But I feel like music today is such a melting pot, especially country music. There's so many subgenres like Americana, pop, like now, like, even if I'm, like, in the kitchen, like, listening to Spotify, like, I'll even hear, like, you know, R&B influences, like, it's just, it's really cool 
genre so yeah no it's really cool like you said country music's really kind of become a melting pot for all that and like I said growing up probably the best thing my parents did for me is introduce me to a bunch of different music because now today I feel like I'm able again to pull from a pink song a pink song for inspiration or a Destiny's Child song for inspiration and then this song ends up being country but there's something more to it that people you know gravitate to and I think that's really cool absolutely well before I let you go I have a round of questions that I like to ask and feel free to take as all the time you need to answer them and they can also be as long as you want them to be okay but first up who are you listening to right now be honest I'm listening to a lot of Drake right now Jack Harlow I love a lot of the rap stuff a lot of the rap pop stuff um so yeah that's that's really what's on my playlist right now and I think again like you said even that stuff is like you can still even draw inspiration from those people even though it's so completely different from what you're doing even their lyrics their lyrics sometimes I'm like that would be really cool as like a separate completely separate song um or even the beat or the vibe or anything like that, I think it's can be very influential. I love that. That's a great answer. Okay, next question. What is like your dream bucket list venue? Like where do you want to head to next? So it doesn't seem like a big deal, but I think it's a big deal because I grew up going there. There's a place called Coyote Joe's in North Carolina where I'm from. And um, I got to, you know, see Luke Combs there, see um Cole Swindell there I saw a bunch of people growing up everyone would make their stop there and so even though it's not the biggest venue in the world I've always wanted to I think it'll be a really full circle moment when I do get to play there so that's my next goal I would love to go back and play for my hometown and play at a place that I grew up going to kind of my old stomping grounds so Coyote Joe's that's awesome well I'm gonna send them this episode I'm gonna yeah, <laughs> them on Instagram and say <laughs> hey you need to book this girl <laughs> yes that, that, I would appreciate that very much all right I'm on it I'm all over it (laughs) all right next question who would be a dream tour mate for you doesn't have to be country could be any genre I'm gonna be repetitive here but again it's Eric Church or Pink like growing up I would have like died to share a stage with them and open up for them that would be like a dream come true so either or like I really can't even pick between the two because I love both of them so much um either or would really be like I feel like I would have hit like the pinnacle of my career if I got to do that. I agree. Well, I say this a lot on the show, but we are manifesting that out into the universe. Yes, for you. manifest, please. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next question. If you could have one of your songs on any TV show, which one would you choose? And if you are not a big TV person, you could pick like a movie or something too. So it's not out yet, but I'm sure everyone else knows about the show, but I love the show Yellowstone. And I wrote a song that I'll give you the title. It's called To Kill a Cowboy. And it sounds more morbid than it is. It's not morbid. Um, I know the title is catching, but it's not morbid. But I feel like it would be a really cool song to hear in that show. Um, And I would love to find someone to do edit with me is really what I'm trying to find for next year. So, hey, if I find the right person, y'all might hear that one. And again, talking about manifesting, we're going to manifest that that song ends up on Yellowstone for their next season. So, yes. And you know what? It's funny you're saying that because that actually takes me to my next question. Who would be a dream duet for you? I mean, you know, I could say Pink and Eric Church. There's that. But 
I also, <laughs> I'm like, we're going to be repetitive here at Pink and Eric Church, but <laughs> I also really love Miranda Lambert. I think that she's amazing and she's just like, honestly, even gotten better with age. Like as she's come up in the industry, like, you know, you kind of always wait for, not wait for an artist downfall, but wonder when, you know, when they're, they're going to take a break or maybe when their stuff isn't going to be as good anymore. Um, and hers just continues to get better. Um, and I think it would be really cool. Again, thinking about this song, just the vibe. And I know y'all haven't heard it yet, but if it comes out next year, you'll totally hear like her influence on there. I think she would be really cool on a song like that. So. Oh my God. Well, I know I would love that. I think you guys would be great together. And she's just one of those people that it doesn't matter who she collaborates with, like whatever it is, is always a home run. And I know she has a song coming out with Luke Combs that I've heard is going to be insane. So I'm looking forward to hearing that one. I did not know that, but yes, I will, I'll be ready for that one when it comes for sure. Yes, absolutely. Well, I have one more question for you before I let you go. I'm always interested to know if you were not trying to be an artist what do you think you'd be doing in your life what do you think another life path for you might have been I always tell people I come from a family of medicine my dad's a doctor my mom's um is a nurse and so I always like to say I feel like I'm still in the business of like medicine and healing it's just through music and so I like to think if I wasn't doing music I would be doing something with medicine or in the medical field I think you know, being a part of someone's journey to healing and a better life is really important. And I would love to do something that really matters um, and is pivotal for people's lives and can really, you know, change their lives. So yeah, I like to think I would do something in medicine, be a doctor, be a nurse, something like that. I love that response. And I, I couldn't agree with you more. I think music is such a healing force mm -hmm. for the whole world. And I know for me, like, you know, it always makes me think of um, like my church by Maren Morris when I say mm -hmm. this, but like I grew up in, um, you know, not a very religious family. My parents, like one grew up Catholic, one was like Presbyterian and yeah. so they couldn't agree on where to take us to church. So they just didn't because they didn't want to <laughs> fight hilarious. about it. Yeah. So I feel like growing up, like the way that I like dealt with things was like my kind of church was like, in the car, like listening okay. to music, especially like once I got my driver's license. Oh, anytime I had an issue, I was just driving down random back roads in Pennsylvania, okay. just trying to work out my issues. But anyway, sorry, that's a long-winded answer of saying, no, I, I totally that. agree with that. What you yeah. do is such a healing force in the world. For sure. And I relate to what you said too. Like I didn't grow up in a super religious family at all. Um, I think I have probably been to church, you know, I found faith outside of my family and childhood. Um, but I've probably been to church with my family a couple times and it's the same thing growing up. Like my church was getting in the car and turning on Eric church or turning on pink or someone else. And I remember them getting me through such hard times and healing me in some of my darkest moments. And that's really what made me want to do music was to be there for people in their darkest moments. Even if I wasn't physically there, I could still aid them in some way. Absolutely. And that's what you're doing now. So full circle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining me today. It's been yeah. such a pleasure getting to know you and I can't wait to hear the EP and I hopefully I'll get to see you one day at a show soon. Yes, for sure. Thank you so much for having me on Rebecca and I'll let you know when the EP plans come to fruition. Yes, please do. And uh, congratulations again. I look forward to 
seeing the wedding photos. Thank you. I'm so excited, but yes, thank you. Have a great night. Bye. And before I sign off, you know we have to talk about video of the week. This week's video is Dustin Lynch's Fish in the Sea. This song is so fun. He turned Nashville into a beach and he showcases Broadway and all those fun party buses. I don't want to give away too much more than that, so make sure you check it out now. Sneak peek up on our socials or the full video through the link in our weekly newsletter. That's all the country news I have for you this week. Visit allcountrynews.com for more news and content from your favorite artists. I'm Rebecca Porter, signing off for All Country News. My name is Rebecca Porter. I run Women of Country Edits and Marin's Girls on Instagram. Both seek to celebrate women in the music industry and all things girl power. Thanks for listening. Country News Podcast is produced by me, Ashley Kim. I also executive produce alongside my team at Horseshoe Media. You can submit your artist, organization, or event to us at allcountrynews.com for a chance to be featured. If you love this episode, please rate and review our podcast wherever you're listening. Shout out to our friends, Track 45, who recorded our amazing theme music for this podcast. Check out their newest EP, Big Dreams, wherever you listen to music. All Country News. For more, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at All Country News. Visit us at allcountrynews.com to join our birthday club where you just might get a huge surprise from one of your favorite artists on your birthday. Subscribe to our weekly industry newsletter to get all the news you just heard in this podcast even earlier, delivered straight to your inbox. And check out a new episode every Tuesday right here. All Country News.